Hey there traders, looking to take the guesswork out of trading and only 10 minutes a day? Then you need to head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com right now, where you can get our five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes per day. And the only place to get that is at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. Hey there, 10 minute traders. Uh, the Christopher Ewell here. I want to give you a trade recap in Amazon, a call butterfly that we put on in that trade that had a 21.9% return. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we give you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance by Redwood Media Group, founder and head trader of 10MinuteStockTrader.com, Christopher Ewell. Okay, traders, so the first thing we need to talk about here is Amazon. It's in the consumer discretionary category. It's not discretionary at my house because I tell you what, my wife gives all of the monies that she's ever had to Amazon as fast as possible. <laughs> so it's more like a consumer necessity at my house. But uh, what we're going to be looking at here is a call butterfly in Amazon. Now, on the right-hand side there, uh, I have a description or a, a depiction, I should say, of a call butterfly. So a call butterfly has a very small profit window. And in this one in particular, we were focusing on the 1815 strike. And I'll show you why in just a minute. But that's where we set up our call strikes here was to be profitable anywhere from 1805 to 1815 to uh, 1825, right? So we purchased this call butterfly for 41 cents. Whenever I was looking at this, I was like, holy cow, this is cheap. <laughs> so, um, and basically, you know, I, I talk in, in, in one lots here, but you know, you can scale this up to any size, right? Um, but the deal is that this was a $41 trade for a one lot. So you could put on a boatload of these and it was a very, very inexpensive trade. Now, some people would argue that inexpensive option trades mean that they're not going to work out. They have low chance of success. And I'm going to prove to you the opposite here and why we put these on. Now, we sold this a, a couple days later for 50 cents. So we bought it at 41, um, sold it at 50, and Amazon was trading uh, about uh, $17, $18 higher at that time. But I will tell you that we did a little trick with this one on the filling of the uh, the closing trade. So the trick here is that like big stocks like Amazon, like Tesla, like SPX, things like that, because they are big, are a little less liquid. And because they're a little less liquid, they can bounce around a lot in the fill prices. So let's say the actual mid price might be somewhere like 50 cents but you'll see the bid and ask may go from 25 cents all the way up to 75 cents and the crazy part is that like everything is getting filled right there's not a lot of trades out there there's a lot of algorithms working on in the background and you're going to see prices moving from 25 cents to 75 cents all the way back and forth and so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put an open order out there, see what happens. So I put an order out there for 50 cents, um, scooped up within 10 seconds of the market opening, and we were on our way. So 
it's really nice whenever you have big stocks like that and you can get these fills that honestly you may not have gotten otherwise right if we had put it on later put on that opening order later it might not have been filled for 50 cents maybe not 40 cents uh, but the point is is that that's a little trick whenever you've got big big uh, price stocks is that you can kind of sometimes get lucky with the fills and uh, that was definitely what we were playing with the strategy here so uh, gain of 21.9 percent on the call butterfly while the stock rose only 98 basis points so less than one percent now fin club uh, that's the artificial intelligence stock platform that we've partnered with uh, they were showing consumer discretionary at 61 percent relative strength now the deal with fin club is that you need to pay attention to not only the number but which direction it's going so 61 percent going up is a lot different than 61 percent coming down and in this case it was rising now on the daily charts i'm going to show you that in a minute it was above the 5 and 20 emas the exponential moving averages but they had not crossed over yet we did have a macd crossover and we did have an rsi that was not overbought now going to the hourly charts, which is what I trade on because of options, we can see options go from a very profitable trade to a very unprofitable trade within just a few hours. So I really focus in on the hourly charts and that's really what I base on. And all my signals and everything are based on hourly charts because of that. Now we had a 520 crossover, we had a MACD crossover and our RSI was looking good there as well. So let's take a look at the chart and we can talk about it here. So here is the Amazon hourly chart, and I'm going to move this out of the way because this is what we could see, right? This is the past, and in the past, we have no idea what the future is going to hold. But we see, and this is on the hourly chart, we see our exponential 5 moving average is above the 20, which is a good signal. We have our RSI that's looking not overbought. That's a good signal. And we have our MACD, which is looking long, but uh, also not crossed over so even with all this said I could have had even a better entry point if I had looked at it a day earlier right when this 5 and 20 crossed over here or when this MACD crossed over here these would have been earlier entry points that could have worked even better for us um, let's go to the daily charts real quick you can see the vertical lines are our entry and exit points and we'll talk about the red line there in a minute you can see that the trade price was above the 5 and the 20 exponential moving averages. Now they didn't cross until a day later, but it was above those. Our MACD crossed over right at this point, so I went ahead and went long. So now let's take a look at the hourly chart and have a little dissection here on what we did and why we did it. Alright, so the first thing is that, hey look, we have no idea what's going to happen in the future, but our model does give us some reassurances on what it should do. Now, looking in the future, it's easy to say, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. But keep in mind, there was no data after our entry point. So all of these candles on the right-hand side here were not there before. So our blue cloud, which shows us the direction and the time frame that our trade should be moving at, was showing us uh, that it should be going up, obviously, and in this time frame. Now, if you remember, the blue cloud gives us an idea of the uh, percentiles on the expected moves here. So the low part of the blue cloud, our model tells us that that's the lower 25% quartile 
for the expected moves. The high part of that cloud is the uh, top 75% quartile for the moves. So anything above the low of the blue cloud, right? Anything up here, there's a 75% chance of that happening. Now, additionally, see these blue and purple lines that go through the middle of the cloud? That gives us our median and average moves with all these signals that line up together. As you can see, it actually was trending lower. All right, so we picked our 1815 strikes, and I'm going to see if I can circle that on the chart here. Um, let's see, yes, perfect, okay. So we picked this as our 1850s, so you can see it says 1814.81 right there on the uh, the side. That was our target for the call butterfly. Remember, a call, call butterfly has a defined target. And you can see why we picked that as our target, right? It was moving in this direction according to our model. But it was not moving in the time frame that we needed it to. And you can see that because it fell down out of the blue cloud. Now that red line there, that is our hard stop point. So let me move this around a little bit. So you can see it actually breached our stop point. Now I have a rule, and you may or may not have the same rule, but if all of my signals line up on one day and I put on a trade, I do not take off that trade on the same day. I know you're thinking like, well, why not? If you trade on hourly chart, doesn't that make sense? Yes, but the way I look at it is, if my signals have lined up for today, that's my entry signal. If for some reason later in the day, it turns around, I'm gonna hold it overnight and see if my signals are still valid the next day. That's just my rule, it doesn't have to be yours, it's just mine. So, it started to be on the bottom of this cloud, so we did give it a little bit of room with our exit point here, but you can see at the end of the day that it was starting to move out, right? So this is our, our cloud line, and it moved out of our stop area, but here's where a little trader intuition comes in, right? First, it stayed above the 20 exponential moving average, which is good. We needed it to stay there. Our 5 and 20 exponential moving averages did not cross. That's our signal line. And you can see that it really hugged right next to our, our stop line. And that was kind of my key here is that, like, look, this was my signal. Uh, it has fallen down, but it is staying very, very close to our stop line. And because of that, we have our, our signal line, our 5 and 20 exponential moving average is not crossing back under. Our signal line is staying very, very tight, or our uh, stock price is staying very tight to our stop line. I'm going to hold it for at least one more day and see what happens. And you can see the next day, it had a big gap up, which is exactly what we needed on this trade. And that big gap up allowed us to get that fill that I was talking about a few minutes ago, right? When things are moving around a lot, if it had, uh, if it had gapped down, then it might not have given us that fill. But because it gapped up, hey, that's a great place to be. Now, I've talked before about um, RSI meaning overbought, and that's not a short entry signal. But it's not so a, a filter as to when to not go long. So the first thing you can see here is that it went up um, basically 1%. And actually, I got filled right at this line here when the market opened. But I would not put this trade on right now. And the reason being is because if you look, and I'm going to see if I can highlight this. If you look here on the, no, that didn't work. Remove. Try one more time. No, it's not working. Okay. 
uh, if you look down on the RSI, it shows that it went overbought. And now this to me says, okay, yes, it is going up, but there's a higher probability that it will come back down. And because it will come back down, I'm not interested in going long at this point. So everything worked out for us on this trade, right? It stayed right next to our, uh, our exit line. And then we got a nice gap uh, gap up in the morning and even though we didn't achieve that 1815 target we didn't have to achieve the 1850 target it would have been a massive return uh on every 41 dollars spent on this particular trade you would have made uh 900 and uh 959 back <laughs> if it had pegged at 1815 at expiration uh which those are the kind of trades you dream of right that's the lottery ticket trades you you buy them for 41 $41 and you get $950 back, but that's not the case here. But we did get an incredible 21.9% return in just like two trading sessions. So there you go. That's everything you need to know about our Amazon trade with a call butterfly and why I put these kinds of trades on. They make a lot of sense. And if you have the model that shows you where it should go, you can kind of pinpoint those and um, even if it doesn't get to that point you can still set up a great trade to get a great return and in just a couple of days so there you go that's everything you need to know thank you for watching and if you haven't already turned and uh, I, I guess I should say if you haven't already visited the free training please make sure you do so uh, it's at 10minutestocktrader.com slash free dash training and there we share our top three secrets. Our first secret is what we call stock hacking. It's how you get a 20 times greater return with 20 times less risk. Uh, we kind of touched on that on this particular example here. And we go into more detail about that. Uh, our second trick is how we uh, use artificial intelligence to let trades come to us. Kind of like we just talked about here. And finally, our, our third secret, if you haven't already checked it out, is uh, our number one trading strategy. And I learned that from Steve Burns, and it's just incredible how it works. And I kind of share with, the, with you a little bit here without you even knowing. So there you go, guys. That's everything you need to know about our trade. Make sure you check out the masterclass. And honestly, thank you for tuning in to today's How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast. And uh, make sure you come back tomorrow, like, subscribe, and do all the great stuff. Uh, for more tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter, and I'll see you in the next episode. Hey, did you realize that you could get the secret weapon that every investor needs right now to start changing your financial future for free? Yeah, that's right. Just head on over to triplestockprofits.com and download your free Triple Stock Profit System ebook today. 10MinuteStockTrader.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, trading or investment advice or recommendation that any security, futures contract, options contract, transaction, or other financial instrument or strategy is suitable for any person. Trading securities can involve high risk and the potential for total loss of any funds invested. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell, who is content, financial programming, or otherwise, does not provide investment or financial advice or make investment recommendations. Investment information provided may not be suitable for all investors and is provided without respect to the individual investors and audience's financial sophistication, financial situation, investing time horizon, or risk tolerance. Tim and StockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not in the business of trading securities trades, nor does it direct client commodity accounts or give commodity trading advice tailored to any particular client situation or investment objectives. 
TimminantStockTrader.com and Chris Triul are not licensed financial advisors, registered investment advisors, or registered broker dealers. Stocks, options, futures, futures options, and other financial instruments not included here involve risk and are not suitable for all investors. You alone are responsible for making your investment and financial trading decisions and for evaluating the merits and risks associated with the use of any financial security and broker platform. For more information, please visit TimminantStockTrader.com slash legal. Thanks for stopping by.